0: Happy Friday, everybody, and welcome to Brown Bag Bets. Powered by Betsperts, we are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me, as always, is Mr. Andy Molitor. And as is Friday tradition, we bring in Mr. Rooney to help us with a little baseball and all things like that. But let's start with the NHL draft. What do you think, Andy? Another draft, another consensus number one pick (laughs) goes down in flames. Fourth, Matt, he went fourth?
1: I was when I was watching, so I wasn't watching last night. I was going out to dinner, but I was out, I was tracking it on Twitter because obviously the Blackhawks are really active too. So I was seeing what they were doing. And I saw Slavkovsky go number one, who I told you on Tuesday, I think was actually going to end up going number one because the odds were plummeting. And sure, lo and, be, you know, lo and behold, he did. And I was like, oh man, like that one, two, three I gave out, like that's looking really good. Like Wright's going to go two to New Jersey. And then, nope. I, yeah, we went I'm, Slovak Slovak. It was, it was uh it was a I good was very, day for the Slovakians. I was very surprised that Shane Wright fell as far as he did. I know he's not, you know, he's not a Connor McDavid type number one, but like he's he has been the consensus number one in this draft for like a couple of years now. And it I don't know, I think in a couple of years you're gonna see some teams ahead of Seattle regretting not picking him but I guess we'll we'll see but it just seems like a little bit of overthinking to me a little bit bummed that I, one two three exacter I, I gave out a two state didn't hit though I thought it was in really good shape I ended I up spraying the a,
0: board a little yeah he's a high floor low ceiling guy
1: yeah I mean his ceiling probably isn't superstar but his ceiling is probably right below that um I think he's going to end up being a guy who can was probably a number two center on a on a Stanley Cup type team. If he's your number one center, you better hope that you're really deep probably. Again, this is all speculation because he has a lot of time to develop and Seattle's going to give him a chance to I mean, he might be ready this year, probably not. Seattle's gonna give him a chance to win. Seattle
2: he is, is not in ready. win now mode.
1: Exactly. So they're gonna you know they're gonna be able they're to bad. take his development as, as you know as easy or as quickly as they want to and put him in all the positions he needs to be in, bring him along. Um yeah, I, I think he I think people got a little bit worried off by his ceiling. I'm not totally sure why. His development got a little bit hampered by, you know, the the COVID years. But I still think he's going to end up being the best player in this draft.
2: I talked to somebody who knows some people in Calgary. And by Calgary, I mean with with the Flames. And they said, you know, there was talk about his defense – being kind of lagging behind where people thought it should be, but he was still like, you know, everybody I talked to who had any sort of source still had him in the top three. And when it, when it all hashed out and there was, there was a lot of speculation of cutter going second, Mm -hmm. there was speculation of Cooley going second. So I ended up placing, and this is wild. Like I paid no attention to this draft. I had a little of Slav to go first, but you couldn't get much doubt on it. But like, and I looked at the timestamp. This was placed at seven minutes before the top of the hour when the draft was supposed to start. And I'm guessing things went off the board. But I bet right to go third and fourth at decent numbers. What would you get him to go fourth? <laughs> What'd you hit at? Uh, Twenty-two. There was people who had fifty on that apparently, but like I, enough, enough people, just the the chat was going wild, and they're like somebody's like he could drop to three or four. I'm like I'll, I'll put some money on that, I guess. So I didn't, and I, I did play some cutter to go second. That lost, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, my only under, I had a I apparently some at some point I bet minus three hundred for Zhirov to go under three and a half. <laughs> Like he had to go in the top three. Play, paid some heavy juice on that on a small stakes prop, and then um the guy with mint in his name. I don't know any of these people. Like uh, mint, this was not. He a went. Theory. He went tenth. He went tenth. Uh, I had an over. I had an under twelve or thirteen on some guy named Mint Chowski. or something. I don't know what his name was. Either way, like the the people who informed me of draft props did did okay. I guess because won a little money, and it was. Uh, I only watched the first four picks. And then, yeah, that's I kind to of the movies. Had to go to, I had to go see Thor. How was Thor? Did you like it? It's pretty good. I, and I'm a, I'm a Taika Waititi guy. Like, it's just, it was, you know, Ragnarok ish. It was fun. It was a romp. And, uh, I mean, it's just, it's just good old Marvel fun on a Thursday like afternoon. So, um, I mean, Matt, but when when yeah, of Roman off to
0: win the Norris. I assume Norris is best rookie. Norris is best defenseman. Oh. I don't know. see. That's why I couldn't find him in the draft. Then this has nothing to do with draft stuff.
2: You're way ahead of it, Patrick. <laughs> yeah. What is best rookie? What's that one called? Uh, they call Calder Trophy. Why? Um, did, why can't they just call it Rookie of the Year? Why? Because they got to name up?
1: them after all these guys, and it's you know. Do it, you remember when the divisions
2: name had those names? The divisions used to have names like that.
1: Yeah. The, the there was the Norris Division. I think there's the the Wales, the Campbell. Yeah.
2: Man, made it so confusing. I'm like, I don't know what part of the country this is.
0: Either yeah, way, yeah. Now it's just specific <clears> metro <throat> central. Let's let's. let's the Memphis Grizzlies that. are a Western Conference team, Andy. Nothing makes any sense.
2: <laughs> Nothing. Like, yeah, the, the USC is the 16th team in the Big Ten, a Midwestern football conference. So, the world is upside down, and that's where we're gonna head to Europe where i have continued i need to tweet this out i suppose because this match starts soon. did you bet the exact score is there any chance
0: you bet that because you, i did it.
2: not I'm, I'm like and i'm very superstitious about that like when i say something i'm like Usually i have do. to go put like you know i have to go put like 20 bucks on this like if, if i say something like that and i had that score you know i was like four i i did think that norway was going to beat their pants off but Fucking Northern Ireland just scores against teams, and I did I did put a little tickler on Northern Ireland over a half goal over at Bavada had like one sixty eight, so when they scored that goal, it won two bets for me. It was very very nice to see that one come through. Um, get back on track with the women's heroes. Two matches today. One starts in twenty two minutes, and uh, I it is another big favorite. This is probably your second or third worst team. In the competition. That said, there's only 16. There's gonna be some haves and have nots. <clears throat> As discussed, our Spanish team has had two major leg injuries to two. Well, their best player essentially. And Legs one are of the, for soccer, yeah, one of the yeah, they're they're missing two bit. high-end players. They're a deep team. They have half the Barcelona squad on this on this team. They're very good. They should be in that second tier of teams that can compete with England, can compete with you know, the the Dutch, uh, I mean, they, they were listed as favorites or second favorites. I think that was probably overstated given the injuries. And I don't think they're going to come in here and blow out the Finns. The Finns have been okay. We've seen some bad performances. It's so hard to grade this because, again, like, you know, when you're when you're doing NBA, NHL, MLB, we're like, wow, they just played, or we just saw that guy pitch last week. Some of these national team things it's like, well, we we saw him play one warm-up match against the Netherlands. They lost two nil. And then the one before that was, you know, a week or so before that. And then the match before that was in early April. Like it is it is a long time back. So it's hard to grade the form of some of these teams. I just don't think Spain should be this big of a favorite. I think they win, like, you know, 2-0, 3-1. I think it is kind of a never-in-doubt score sheet type thing, but they do get it done. That starts very, very soon. And then the other one would be the German. I'm checking. This is, I think, your normal, like, afternoon starting time. 3 p.m. Eastern for Germany-Denmark. Germany's a football powerhouse, has been for a very long time, men and women. The German team has won many Euros and they're just not as good right now. They're very good. They're in that second, top of the second tier. Denmark's right there with them. Neither defense I've seen, just going back and looking at uh, what we've seen from, you know, defensive. Again, the form, it, it's hard to read. Uh, but I've seen enough from, you know, either of these teams playing commensurate opponents you know it's hard to say like oh they they beat this team eight nothing like yeah but it was like say chelis islands or something it doesn't you can't take uh you can't take a lot of context when they play these weird warm-ups against like uh, i'm trying to think of like a tiny moldova what's the monaco of some of these really small gibraltar you know these tiny little does malta have a team malta probably has a team so cyprus this this one's in brentford this one is in london um, my Brentford B's stadium's hosting this. I took it cheap both teams to score. I don't like the I wanted the over, didn't like it as much at that price. Was hoping it'd get a little cheaper. So I ended up on a both teams to score. Both pretty cheap prices, plus one oh five on the uh plus two and a half, because technically the the line is like minus uh two and three quarters. So I actually sold a quarter goal there. And then uh the BTTS, both teams to score is minus one oh five place those both at bovada seems to have decent prices right now uh, both of these were more expensive if you went over to bookmaker so i guess that's where i'm betting it this year and uh i'm gonna i'm gonna tweet i better go tweet this uh finlish pick to put it in my put it in my thread of all the picks i'm doing for fun, the I'm year to
0: bet it now sportsbooks
2: make this easier to find Oh man, it, it's been better, but like when I had to go look for women's heroes, it was it was a struggle to go find that. Like it was very buried deep. Like you had to go international, inter, uh, they had it buried in international clubs in one, which is not right. So either way, um Wimbledon's underway. Joker has even things up. It's two sets apiece. We're sitting on a best of three tennis match uh between Cam Nori and your presumptive champion, winner, favorite, who will Nick Kyrgios is awaiting the winner of with his walkover. And Joker just broke in the first game of the third set, so he's up a break to start this third set. The women's matches will take place. Win. Manana?
0: Tomorrow. Tomorrow morning. Nice and early. Start your Saturday. Get a little breakfast going, and uh, we'll have ourselves a ladies' final tomorrow. Um Yeah, the men's match, we were talking a little bit about it off air. And Novak just kind of doing Novak things. And he's bottled he bottled first in. sets here yeah. and started slowly. It's almost like a warm-up set for him. It's very bizarre, but... He seems to be back in control and, and might even cover here. So it looks like it'll be 9 o'clock Eastern time, so nice breakfast for you if you're on the East Coast. If you're on the West, you know, set your alarm. you got to get up a little early. I was actually joking. Someone was posted a picture, Andy but uh, and Matt, that someone was, quote, a warrior for being up and drinking at 9 in the morning watching golf. I may or may not have been up at 6 in the morning at Circa with a pina colada watching this final last year, but unfortunately, I'll be doing it from my couch. But I think it's going to be a great match. It's going to be an absolute battle. Both of these. These players are playing very well. Um, maybe a little nervous for Jabor. Um, going back and looking at some of her matches, I was expecting maybe to back her here. It seems like a cheap price, but has struggled maybe a little bit more with less than perfect competition. And, and Rob McKenna might just have a way of serving through this match. But either way, give me the over. Um, there's 21 and a half. So I grabbed a 22. Um it was right around even money. You know, 22 at less than standard juice, 21, probably up to minus 120 is, is all good here. Again, I think we might see three sets here. At the very least, we're going to see two long sets. I think the first one's going to be a battle. So um, put a half unit there on first set over 10 and a half games. Um, you can find this at a handful of spots. Look around and you might even find a better number than plus 250. Um actually wasn't open too many places this morning and did do a great job checking numbers. So he might be able to do a little bit better than me. But basically what we need is a 7-5 or a tiebreaker there in that first set. And with both of these women, we've seen sort of measured starts. Again, Rybakina has served very well. Jabor has been able to settle down. And I think the first set's going to be long and the, the match is going to be long here. So give me some overs. We'll go the full match and the first set. Hopefully we see a tiebreak there in the first set. and We're in nice, easy shape there for the second set. I love it. No sweat.
2: Yeah, that's the thing. If you get one of these bets, the other one is very correlated to likely happen. I, uh, I don't know. I'm going to have to see what I can get for a first set price. So it's, it's not hard to find, hard dirt to find.
0: Yeah, it, it can be difficult. I mean, poke around. Just about everybody has. It is a Grand Slam final, and maybe it won't be till this afternoon or tomorrow. Some places don't open it, just kind of waiting to see what happens on other spots. So we'll see.
2: Uh, real quick, any thoughts to hedging a Jabor future? Uh, my opinion I, I on that, that is idea. always it's always the same. Like, it's a very very personal decision. It is, um, and uh, again, it's your bets, your bet, your bets, your choice. Hopefully, the Supreme Court doesn't infringe on our rights to hedge futures anytime soon because this is a very personal choice. And seriously, like, if it's a shitload of money, like. You would be upset if she loses, and you see all that money that you had spent already. Like, then hedge if it's going Probably to affect hedge. your day. If if you have outlay, cover your stake oh, at least. Yeah, if yeah, if your stake is bigger than you normally placed hedge at that point. Not usually the case with something long like this, but I don't know if you, I don't know when you better. If you better in the semis and you put like 2 grand on her at even money or something, you know, it's it's one of those things where maybe you do need to cover your stake a little. And you know, again, if it's if it's going to affect your uh you got 10 to 1, yeah, like you have some room to play there. It's really up to you if it's if it's about the money uh, and honestly, if you just want to sit and enjoy it, there's great hedging calculators anywhere, arbitrage calcs, where you can just you can hedge it, win the same amount either way, and just call it a fun morning of I win.
1: I'm always a big fan of at least hedging to cover your stake. Just make sure you don't lose money once you get this far. That's always kind of my thought. I know you're not big on yeah. hedging, Andy, but that's where I'm. I, just, I don't want to lose money. If I, if my if my future looks this good, this far into it, just make sure I'm not losing money. I'm at least you know uh, breaking even.
0: Yeah, there's so many good numbers out there. I think Whale gave it out around 33, and I'm just taking a look. I mean, at that 10-to-1 price, you can lock in basically 5X. So, you know, if you've got one unit at 10-to-1, if you put five on Rybakina at plus 125, you collect six and a quarter. If Rybakina wins, give your one back. If Jabor wins, you collect your 10, give five back. So uh, you're in some nice spots here to to lock in some nice numbers. So, again, like Andy said, if you have a decent chunk in – um, go ahead, kind of sit there and make your decision. In general, you only want to make a bet when it's a plus EV bet. Um, I think Rybakina is the right side here. I don't necessarily know if there's value on her, but, yeah, take a look. I mean, I would at least cover your stake here, and if you want to lock in some profits, So, again, you can get up tomorrow and either have a risk-free bet on Jabor or know that no matter what happens, you've got a nice chunk of money coming into one of your accounts. That's fine, too.
2: Yeah, get get weird with it and enjoy 33 to one gang. Yeah. I had, I said that on the deep dive dreads. Drew asked me how much I bet on non when he told me to, and he's how much i said, not enough. Like that's uh that's where my broken brain is when you're in great position on a bet. All you can think about is like, Oh, I could have bet more. Or, I should have bet more places. Or, I should have 33. Place, you, but, but,
0: you can lock in 17 units.
2: Yeah. 17 units on, uh, on, place it hammer it so or maybe you got a 17... sell it on prop
0: swap because it's tough getting you know 10 15 units down on some of these hedges
2: yeah you might have to bet it across i don't know it's a grandson final they should be taking decent limits again if it's a liquidity thing if you're just like shit i don't have that much money like sometimes selling it off or you know find a credit book that's uh that's it is never <laughs> enough so matt do you got a 17 to 1 parlay today
1: Uh, it's four to one, but I also added a team while you guys were talking to make it five to, it's more like six to one. Now I'm going to throw Dan's Braves into here. Um, betting baseball has been kind of tough so far this year. And I think we've talked about how at some points is, you know, you get into mid season, it's a little bit of a fool's errand. Um, but uh, I've noticed that just kind of going heavy money line favorites and throwing them into a parlay is, is a fun way to watch baseball on a Friday night weekend, whatever. And then kind of, um, usually win a decent amount I think if I've had some pretty good luck with these so far this year um, unfortunately no day baseball I don't know why on a July Friday there is not a one
0: o'clock or a two o'clock first pitch somewhere seems like a missed opportunity so they maybe. never do it on Friday maybe they have an agreement with somebody not to do it Friday we'll take the, Thursday afternoon it and-
1: seems like the Cubs are the only ones that ever really the Cubs always do it when they're on you know when their summer Fridays at home but that seems like that's it they're not at home I do I am fading them in this part way I wish they were at home so I could watch them at one o'clock instead of you know nine thirty. But uh, we'll start there. I'm going to take the Dodgers over the Cubs. The Dodgers won last night five to three. Uh, Cubs have been playing pretty decent baseball as of late. They just took two or three against Milwaukee, but the Dodgers are playing even better baseball as of late. They've won uh, four in a row. Uh, they took two or three uh, against the Padres, then three against the Rockies, and then last night. So they been playing really good baseball. They're the best team in baseball right now. Uh, Tyler Anderson's on the mound for them. If it wasn't for what Tony Gonsolin's been doing, Tyler Anderson would be getting a lot of like, where is he coming from out of nowhere, how good he's been. Um, he's got an ERA just around three. He's been really good. So I'm going to take the Dodgers there on the money line. Uh, Astros over the A's. The Astros are really good. The A's are really bad. Uh, this is actually a rare situation where the A's are going to have a pitching advantage with with Blackburn on the mound going up against Jose or Urquidy. But still, it's, it's the Astros against the A's, and I like them. Minus one eighty six. The Astros have won four out of five. Uh, Rays are in Cincinnati. This is actually your first game, though I don't really count. Uh, you know, five forty Central Time, six forty Eastern Time is day baseball. Unfortunately, that's a little bit too late. Um, but they have Shane McClanahan going on the mound for the Rays. He's been arguably the best pitcher in the AL this year, at least one of them. He's got an ERA under two. The Reds are throwing Luis Castillo, but the but the the Rays are uh, excuse me one four out of the last five. Uh, two against Boston, two against Toronto. So they're beating pretty good teams and they have their best pitcher going on the mound. i like them to beat the lowly Reds who are um, actually playing decent baseball after the the awful start, but they're still not very good. Uh, and then lastly, we have the Brewers over the Pirates. They're, they're coming back home or they're back home after a, a losing two out of three against the Cubs. They have the Pirates coming in. Uh, they need to kind of bounce back here after what was a bad series. The pitching matchup isn't really great. Two guys with mid four ERAs. I expect the Brewers' bats to kind of take over a little bit tonight at home after uh, uh, dropping two out of three against a team they should probably beat. I think they bounce back tonight. And then uh, Dan's Braves are minus 260 favorites at home against the Nationals. The Braves are playing as good a baseball as anybody over the last month. Uh, Charlie Morton's pitching really well. He's lowered his ERA down like a full run uh, from where it was in early June. So I, I like the Braves against the terrible Nationals. And that parlay pays you about plus 596. I like it. Just by betting a whole bunch of heavy, heavy favorites.
0: Oh, like I go with I the just, four. I don't know. Dan always makes me nervous. Just knowing Dan's alive fair. and the Braves exist is there's some conflict. That's there. the risk. Not that I want anything bad to happen to Dan, but it just makes me nervous. <laughs> <The> <laughs> way you're, Dan's the boarding way you're a plane free.
2: now. Yeah, the way you. Yeah, I know, it it's really
0: poorly timed.
2: Producer Dan will be returning to us next week. He'll be back. Wherever so Dan is, yeah, the, the, video, the show's production
1: value sense. will increase quite a bit next week.
2: Yeah, Dan is uh enjoying a nice long vacation. Good for him. He's uh earned it. You need to take those before football season starts. Um, closing it out with some golf. <laughs> I gave you a winner yesterday, I do believe. Yeah, Vaughn. I didn't I didn't win a bet in Scotland, didn't lose a bet in Kentucky. Unfortunately, I placed more bets in Scotland than I did in Kentucky. It did not even out Yeah, not even close. Had a rough morning, was feeling sorry for myself. That's uh, no way to go through life. Luckily, things perked up in Kentucky a little. So, yeah, yesterday the Von Taylor over Austin Cook thing came through in spades. The full tournament one still has a lot of golf left to be played. I think that was a Buckley over, um, I gave Buckley over Hadley. I think they're actually tied right now. So, looks like they'll both probably make the cut. You'll want to be seeing that one. Through the weekend. Today, this is one I played yesterday. And we have this conversation a lot on uh, Fridays where I said, hey, I played this one yesterday and I'm going to play it again. And I give it out because yesterday it was a morning prop and now it's an afternoon round. So Jonathan Bird's over here. Ha- Jonathan Bird's. Bird. No S. Like Marty Bird over Harry Higgs, the guy who took his shirt off down in uh, down in Phoenix. And he had to see his tum-tum. He uh this is a mismatch of obviously still a minus 126 favorite. I bet this over at Bookmaker, I think it's still available at that price. And again, I make this like minus 150. I bet it yesterday. I don't know how many strokes he won by, but it was plenty, plenty to where it wasn't a sweat. And I'm just betting this one again. I didn't repeat on anything else, I don't think, from either tournament. I almost did up in uh up in Scotland, but I took some dogs there. Um, two are going, they're both through five holds. This is the only one I have left for the day. So Jonathan bird, Harry Higgs, I couldn't pick Jonathan bird out of a lineup, but his numbers sure look a lot better on paper than Mr. Higgs expecting him to take him down again today. And yeah, let's, uh, slide into the weekend guys. We've got two Wimbledon finals. We've got a shitload of baseball. The tour de France is ripping. I need to place more bets on that. 2-0 2-0 still. Maybe I'll just retire
0: 2-0. We got some picks in the chat, too. It sounds like Patrick likes my Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, Orioles apparently are going to have a juiced crowd, thanks for a free Hawaiian shirt giveaway and uh, oh, bucket hat day. So
1: Free Hawaiian shirt Orioles giveaways at the Sox game always do really well, so I'm going to guess that does really well for the Orioles. Oh, that's a real popular giveaway. Yeah, does People everyone have crowd. that
2: now? I was going to say the, twin, the Twins for sure have that, too. Like That must just be a, a, it's a copycat league, guys. Oh yeah. And you know what? Everyone's just doing what everyone's doing for the uh
1: They're great shirts.
0: Yeah, Stage seven. Oh, is or it the biking thing? Oh yeah, good for
2: them. Are Ooh, they in France yeah. yet? I
0: heard they started outside of France this year.
2: So I think it was only the first few that were um that were in Denmark. I believe they are down in the, the French Alps or whatever. So yeah, this is is it is it starting now like it's already 11 o'clock like I'm sure it's going I was watching a live uh a live tracker when I had a head-to-head bet and it says like here's five racers who are like in the lead and you scroll over and it says who they are <clears throat> none of them were the guys I'd bet on the two matchups and then here's a here's a pack that's trailing and here's a pack that's trailing them and you mouse over, and my guys weren't in then and then it just says peloton and there's like 150 racers in there. And you scroll – it doesn't list them at all because it's just a mess. How would they keep track of that live? So, like, my bet, I just had to sit and wait. I had no idea how to – I didn't want to watch. I had no idea how to track it live. We had to just wait until all the scores, scores, times popped up at the end, and that's uh, that might keep me off of betting for the Tour de France. <laughs> I like to know where I'm at during things. So, that bothered me enough where – if you give me a plus CV move, I'm gonna probably tail it anyway, just because I like betting. Uh, but I do not know who wins stage seven. Um,
0: a bicyclist.
2: Yeah, one of the bicyclists. I've already one of those spent male enough time. Male on, so, yeah, I've already spent who enough didn't time. Fall. On I will not give you any. Uh, I will not give you any alpha on this. So for producer Matt and uh, talent Matt. Good job this week, Matt. Wait to go. Me and Alex. Yeah. Thanks. Give us some thumbs up if you haven't checked out the deep dive already. We did a NFL handicapping episode to kind of wet your appetite for the previews. I love the title of that week.
1: episode was just the NFL. Just the deep. The dive, NFL. The NFL. The, <laughs> the NFL. NFL. It's so, I, didn't, I didn't I didn't so want
0: self-explanatory. Uh, Back I didn't, to yeah, our basics. The
1: NFL.
2: Didn't, didn't want to get too fancy with the name. Just hey, guess we what? We're are about we are who we think we are. Yeah, we're talking NFL. Gridiron, baby. So all right, Matt. Play us out.